Welcome to the Calvary Cast, a podcast from Calvary Bible Church in Grand Junction, Colorado. At Calvary, we exist for the glory of God, the good of His people, and the Great Commission. Hello, listeners of the Calvary Cast. Welcome back. Episode, I've lost count. Well, we could always go back and count them, but that I would could. be wasting everybody's time. I exactly. Think, so. But we are here in the uh, semi-upgraded confines of CBC Studio A. Yes, it is. It's much more comfortable in here now, in your office. In my office. I got these nice bookshelves behind me, and I'm sitting at a real table. It know. looks like an office now and not a storage room. <laughs> That you feel like you accidentally walked into. Yeah. <laughs> you thought you were going into an office, but you walked into a storage room. <laughs> I, I like to think of it more as a college dorm room. It kind of looked more like a college dorm room. Right. Well, we you know, when I got my new book cases, mm-hmm. that marked a transition in my organization in my office. So I try yeah, it I has been it much more organized. Oh, yeah. much, much more organized more. now. There's something about that when yeah. you remodel something. Yep. And now you want to keep it yep. cleaner. And ministerially, ministerially, oh, yeah. your ministerying has just gone up. Oh, I feel so much <laughs> more <laughs> ministerial. Ministerial. And, and people have been reflecting on it, too. They're like, his ministerial ring is so good now. I know. <laughs> and it's all due to the <laughs> to bookcases. Cases. Thank you, Tom Nelson. And the real table. Yes. Yeah. And so a, and a real I can't table. wait to see how this affects my... It's already affected our podcasting. I know. It's Look at how smooth this, this is already. Is good and natural. It's wow. working. It worked. <sighs> this is amazing. We should just stop the podcast here. That could have been a whole podcast. What else can we just? <laughs> what else can we do? How beneficial that would be. Oh, uh, beneficial. Sounds like the word we're going to talk about. There you go. Good transition. Wow. Benediction. Benediction. We're going to talk about benediction. Because benedictions are beneficial. That is true. All that right. is true. And we're going to talk about the benediction, uh, which is an important part of our Sunday morning worship mm. uh, time together, mm. even though it's probably the shortest time. It definitely is the it's shortest. sometimes less than one minute. Uh, All, I would say always less than one yeah, minute. Yeah, okay, yeah. And so, Unless but, you were to re- like say it very slowly. Do you count the uh, like the stuff before the benediction as part of the benediction? Like where just I say thank you for coming, yeah. hope it was a blessing, yeah. um, that kind of thing? No. No, probably not. No, that's the closing. It's just the conclusion of yeah. the service. Yeah. And the conclusion includes the benediction, as we'll talk about go. in a minute. But So what we promote at Calvary is um, a thoughtful, biblical mm-hmm. worship service. Mm-hmm. Um, doing things, as Paul says, decently and in order, mm-hmm. right? It's not just, we don't just get together and randomly just do whatever we want. We have, um, what that's we why we don't take favorites on Sunday morning. That's right. Or ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could be, <laughs> that could be one of the reasons. And, but we have a, a thought through s- liturgy. Right. And, uh, the idea of the liturgy, you know, um, is that structure of your worship service in which we're all participating right. as we worship God together. Right. And what we want to make sure is in every part of that liturgy, uh, we understand that all of it is worship. So, um, in other words, I you know, sometimes you hear people say, we're going to hire a worship pastor, and by that they mean just the person who's going to lead the music. Uh, because when they think of worship, they think of just music. Right. right, a band leader. Right. When we think of worship, we think of every element, of that corporate worship time mm-hmm. that we find biblical precedent or command to do. Yeah. 
Okay, so uh, and that that provides a structure of the service, and you know we have the call to worship and mm-hmm. the confession of sin. We partake of the Lord's Supper. We have singing and prayers, mm-hmm. and we have preaching, and a benediction. And so, and and the benediction we put at the end of the service. Now, the reason <laughs> I, I was going <laughs> to yeah, let's this. talk about this. Uh, the <laughs> reason I wanted to do this. Yeah. Okay. The benediction, by the way, the word benediction means blessing, essentially, to bless, to speak well of. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Latin word broken up just means to speak well of. What is the Latin word? Do you know it? Uh, well, <laughs> I just want to hear you say it. Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. I, but the two Latin words broken up are bene and desere. So I guess okay. if you put those together, maybe bene deseris. Bene deseris. Yeah. We have a lot of uh, homeschool students that have studied Latin, and maybe they can correct They're us. actually here right now, and I bet Should you I about, a bunch them? of them could tell us Probably. how to do that because uh, they, they're getting classical education here, yeah. which honestly I wish I would have had, if I'm being honest. You'd be much smarter. I would. <laughs> I'd be like R.C. Sproul. And Ooh. stuff. He had classical education. That's why he was so smart. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. And um, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'm not R.C. Sproul, so means to speak well of, and uh, and we put it at the end of the service, and we'll get to why we do that in a minute. But yeah. here's where this comes from: why I wanted to do this. Yes. All right. So I was at a church two weeks ago, a church that shall be nameless because we were on our vacation. Yep. In, in the a, state of Arkansas. Oh, I was going to say a nameless state, but you're going to put it there. I'll so. name the okay. state because we were out visiting. Ashley and Brock and such. So we're in this service, and I can just say that none of the service really was a blessing to me. None of it was a benediction to me for a number of reasons. Uh, But when it came to the end uh, of the service, and we knew we were drawing to a conclusion, um, this young man gets up there, and I'm assuming he was one of the staff because he talked about leading the youth oh, it wasn't the guy been, that was that preached it wasn't the main guy because okay. because he had to scoot out of there he was going to las vegas and he had to catch a plane i had to, seriously seriously um but anyway wow okay of, yeah so <laughs> that's another anyway, thing <laughs> um but so things you don't say at the end of the service <laughs> i gotta get out of here because i gotta go catch a plane to vegas <laughs> yeah. bless his heart he was taking a vacation with his wife and his son and that's yeah. a nice place to go this time of year as far as weather and that kind yeah. of thing. So, and uh, I've been to Vegas, so I don't want to knock Vegas. Yeah, anyway. I, I, I'm okay with people going to Vegas for the right reasons. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Where were we? Oh, anyway. So, yeah. so the young guy, and I'm assuming he mentioned something about youth at the end, so I'm, I, he might have been the youth pastor or sure. something. So he gets up, and he gets done saying what he's going to say, and then he says, and this is the conclusion, he says, well, let's go ahead and pray so we can get out of here. <laughs> and then he prayed, and that was it. Is that a benediction? Uh, that is not a benediction. Okay. So when we're talking about the benediction. That's not what we oh, Okay. And what I was so proud of my son, though, so pride was in my heart in the moment, because <laughs> as soon as he said that, I just was kind of like, my eyes just went big. And Wyatt, my son, just immediately looked right at me. <laughs> and he's like, and he's wanting to see my reaction. Yeah. And then the two of us just started doing just laughed because like, yeah, right. uh, it was so comical. But... It was interesting, on a side note and personal note, really, to having gone through that service with my son and having him explain to me why different elements of that service weren't right. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, yeah. because then, um, then they can uh, just be discerning. Yeah, they can be but, discerning. And part, like, and this is a an aside to that. I think part of the reason that is just by seeing how, like, I think God glorifying 
thoughtful worship happens. Mm -hmm. They become inculcated in this is what it's like. Right. And then people leave from here and they go to these other churches and they're like, man, this is like missing some That's meat right. and substance. Yes. And they, they were trained in a way they didn't even know they had been trained. That's right. And this that's is, what we want. This is that's what we want. That's why we we have children's church maybe up to maybe third grade, yeah. right? And be, we believe parents should start bringing them in. We have conservative children's church because, and by that I mean it's not all fun and games. It's no Xbox or yeah. nothing like that. And they're still even up to the third grade. They're in the service with us through the scene and the mm -hmm. prayers and everything, and they come back in for the Lord's table, mm -hmm. all of it. Yeah. Um. They're only out for the teaching time, mm -hmm. and we do that. And I think, as our children grow up here our youth go out they know what to be looking for in right. a church which is going to make their church search yeah. much harder because that's part of what we <laughs> were doing with our daughter and son-in-law they are looking for a church there and we were helping them find it and i'm so glad we went there and now we think they have found the church are going to stay it's cool. a really good like-minded church okay. so at any rate um that's what sparked this so benediction is uh, to speak well, but it, it, the blessing, essentially. And really what we need to do is look at the biblical roots of the benediction because everything we do, we want to make sure it comes from the Bible. So Numbers chapter 6 is where we see um, a benediction, a blessing upon the people of God that if, if you go to a church that does the official benediction, mm -hmm. they'll oftentimes use this. Right. And this is oftentimes... Or all the time, probably where they find the root of the blessing mm -hmm. on God's people corporately. Yep. So this is, of course, in the context of the nation of Israel. And in verse 22, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the people of Israel. You shall say to them. And uh, there, there's some importance there I'll bring out. But the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And then he says in verse 27, this is important. So shall they put my name upon the people of Israel and I will bless them. So this was a, a formal um, thing that uh, Aaron and the priesthood were commanded to do with the people of God. Verbally bless them yeah. with the words God has given them. Put in the Lord's blessing on, but the blessing itself comes from the Lord. Yeah. Okay. So many church traditions uh, using this as as an example will say, so this should be from pastors, ministers, mm -hmm. most if if at all possible, right? Uh, standing before the people, blessing them with scriptural truths, mm -hmm. right, and then knowing that it isn't the pastor that's really right blessing his people, but it's God. Yeah. And ultimately, it's uh, like this reminder, mm. right, of God's yep. blessing upon them. You know, uh, and maybe you'll get to this in, in a minute uh, as we think about the sending out nature of this, but uh, for, for Moses, or for the initial audience in Numbers, right, this was that generation, the first generation that had come out of Egypt, and they were at Sinai, and they received the commands of the Lord. Now they're preparing to go mm -hmm. into the promised land, and so the Lord is blessing them as they're going. Yeah. And of course, they're going to fail miserably in like six chapters. Right. But, uh, but there's that element of like, as you're going on this journey that the Lord has prepared before you, the Lord's blessing you in Amen. it. Amen. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. <laughs> And we see examples of, of these types of benedictions um, upon God's people, uh, Old Testament and New Testament. 
Um, Paul gives one at the conclusion of his letter to the Corinthians. First Corinthians says, the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. And then he says, my love be with you all in Christ Jesus. Amen. But that it's that idea. It doesn't necessarily have to be this particular passage, Numbers 6. There are benedictions throughout Scripture, and so the pattern is there. Yeah. And oftentimes that comes at the conclusion yep. of the letters. Yeah. There is this final blessing mm. right, upon the people of God that, that the author writes, and mm. you can find these throughout, throughout the letters. So three things I'm just going to bring out here, just the three main points that we can talk about each one and why we do this. Um, the benediction provides a conclusion to the worship service, a godly conclusion of the worship service. Uh, it's a commending of the people and a commissioning of the people. So let's talk about each one of those sure. in order. So the first one is a conclusion. Again, just reiterating, we have a liturgy. We do all things in order. The benediction belongs at the end of the service. Mm -hmm. Okay, it is it is that final blessing or part of what we'll talk about the commending and the commissioning, and so it just lends itself mm -hmm. to uh, putting at the end of the liturgy. Is there almost in a sense like a summarization of all the stuff we've done? You know, if you think about we're rehearsing the gospel in our worship service, we're seeing how God has blessed us in Christ, and now there's just this final remembrance, I yes. guess, or in this charge. That, that God blesses his people with. Absolutely. It's a summarization in that sense. I maybe. think so. Yeah. I mean, you're, everything that should have been said in a good gospel service for his people about the grace to them, the mercy of God, the peace, right. uh, the blessing of God should have been woven through the whole service, yep. even when they're being told other things like, you're wrong in this situation. Yeah. You need to turn and do right. Yep. You're You're singing about all sorts of different things, doing different things, but... But that summarization of the gospel mm -hmm. is God's blessing upon his yeah. people. Well, uh, and I don't know if you're going to reference this passage, but in Hebrews 13 and that closing benediction, right? And you think about all that the writer of Hebrews has talked about, the blessing we have in Christ. And then yeah. he says, Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. It's summarizing and the gospel blessings yeah. upon his people. Um, so we put it at the conclusion. And um, I want our people leaving the service confident in the blessings of God. Mm -hmm. Even if they've had a hard service in the, in the sense, I mean, let's say they're listening to a sermon on anger and they've been blowing it mm. on anger and they're con they were convicted yeah, in a good message on anger, you're right. also going to show them how Jesus yeah. was always never unrighteously anger and paid for the sins, and God will help you now in the Spirit. You've said that, in that? But that final benediction of leaving under the blessing of God is so important mm -hmm. that people leave the church knowing they're forgiven, knowing that God's going to help them, knowing that He loves them, they're blessed by Him, I think is really yeah. important to yeah. leave a service that yeah. way. So, so we put it at the conclusion, uh, and and then the second part of that is the commending. It it is commending our people. What do I mean by that? It is commending them to God, for His provision and help and empowerment and grace to go live their lives. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we're together, of course, we're the church assembled. We're worshiping God. And spiritual leaders have a unique, God-given position mm -hmm. through that time. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we. We are commanded to preach God's word. Right. 
we are leading them in worship. Yeah. We have a leadership structure. We are leading in prayers. We see that in Scripture, like Paul in First Timothy uh, uh, 2. He says, I want the men lifting yes. up their hands, praying, and they're leading the service. I want the men teaching. I don't want the women teaching mm-hmm. and having authority over men. So we are commissioned by God to bring structure and leadership to through that worship service. But when the people disperse, what I like to do as a pastor, and one of the things I'm thinking about when I'm doing the benediction is that I know that God through that whole service was the one in charge. He's the one mm. working through them. But I'm an under shepherd under the Lord Jesus Christ, and there is a sense in which I'm um, commending them now over to God. Mm. And where I got that, and this was the uh, one of the first benedictions I started using here, uh, was out of Acts 20 and verse 32. In Acts 20, Paul called together the Ephesian elders, and he's ex- he's rehearsing to them, the fact that, you know, I've lived among you all this time. You've seen me serving the Lord. You've seen me serving you. You've seen me teaching the word. I've poured myself into you and the others here. Mm-hmm. And then he says these words. Now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up to give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. He's turning them over to God mm. in a sense. Not that God wasn't the one. Paul right, knows yeah. that in his theology. But there's a sense like, I can't do anything yeah. more for you right, <laughs> right now, but I'm commending you to God in right. the word of his grace. It's able to build you up. He will keep you. And isn't there a reminder in that that it's God that does the spiritual work? Right? That's right. And it, it's, it's it, in a sense, it, it you know, if there is ever a, an, a tendency to think that there is something to be gained or earned in the participation in the worship service, you know, like you contributed something to your salvation in some way. Mm-hmm. This final benediction where you're going, I commend you to God. Right. You're like, this is God's work. Yeah. You know, yep. And, and else. like Paul says, you know, uh, I planted Apollos yes. water, but God, God gave, gave the increase. Yep. And that's really what you're saying. in yep. that. So benedictions can have that. Um, it, especially should be in the, in the mind of the pastors as they're, you know, dismissing the congregation. Mm-hmm. It's it's the idea that these are your people, God. Yeah. I can't change their hearts. Yeah. And I can't even change my own. So I we all need you now as we go out. Yeah. Um another verse that helps with that and a benediction would be second Corinthians thirteen, fourteen, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Coming from Paul who could not be with them all. And c- could not continue with them, so he commends them over to God. So, and then thirdly, it's a commissioning, and I think this is important. I think we need to become, if I were to say at Calvary, what we could maybe include in the benediction more or be more thoughtful in mm-hmm. would be this aspect of the commissioning. Mm-hmm. So, what we're doing here is, uh, we've been the church gathered. Mm-hmm. We're about to be the church scattered mm-hmm. because everybody's going to go now about their weekly lives. And yeah. we all have different things we got to do at different places, all that kind of stuff. And so this conclusion with God's blessing, everything we've talked about with it, the commending to God, now to go be the church mm-hmm. scattered in the world. Yeah. Uh, to go now and make disciples, to go be light, be salt. Um, uh, to go walk in love. Mm. And and so this is something I think we can, in our services, become more, more. intentional oh, about, yeah. right? 
So, um, and you, you read this earlier, I'll read it again, because this is my, probably my favorite, uh, two of my favorite personal verses right now from Hebrews 13, but also it's, it's perfect that pictures this, right? It says, now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do as well. So here again, we see that element of it's God's going to equip you now with everything good that you may go and do as will, working in us that which is pleasing in sight through Jesus Christ. That is the idea of everything we've heard. Yes, we're summarizing. Uh, it's the blessing of God upon you, but it is this commissioning of God working in you now so that you can go and live out his will in your life. Yeah. Uh, a quote from uh, Mike Cosper, who's written my favorite book on liturgy and stuff, Rhythms of Grace. He says, the benediction has a centrifugal force to it, spinning us out from the gathering to our scattered lives where worship continues as before, but in our varied corners. I think that's a good uh, summary of it. You know, like you're not done yes. leave worshiping as you leave yeah. here. No, you're continuing to do it but in your vocation and in your home yep. and the same God we're worshiping as we've gathered, you're still worshiping as you go to work at That's right. McDonald's. Yeah. And that's really good because um, so catching on to that and even thinking, so as everything we talk about with the, with the benediction and what it means for us as pastors and what we're doing, we are doing this intentionally mm -hmm. as a part of our service. But I think there needs to be some intentionality on the part of the people gathered mm. who are conscious of what's happening in the benediction, right? Mm. It would help them to think about yeah. this every week. What is happening here? I'm reminded of God's blessing on my, on me because of Christ. Yeah. I, I have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, Ephesians 1. And uh, God's love of me is reminding me of that. I'm now turned over to walk in the grace and blessings of God and yeah. commended to him and the word of his grace. And I'm now being commissioned to go be the church and commissioned and empowered, right. And yeah. equipped to go be a disciple of Christ in a, in a, a world full of non disciples to live a kingdom life in a non kingdom. Yeah. world. I think so. It, it takes us being intentional with our liturgy. Yeah. All of it. It takes the people being intentional yeah. liturgy to understand what's happening. What's happening? Yep. So that each part of these, uh, each part of our worship service means something to mm. them, and they then they l go out and live their lives. So it's not this duplicitous life they live, where yeah. you know there's the Sunday morning them at church, and then the Sunday afternoon them yeah. out in the world. Uh, final question, just on this, because and again, I think it's it's helpful to discuss this because, like you said, people we need. We want our people to be as intentional as they engage with the liturgy as we are in planning it and structuring it. Uh, is there a posture a person should have when they receive the benediction? Because oftentimes you'll say something like, now receive the benediction. Some, you know, should you close your eyes? Should you have them open? Should you have your hands outstretched? I don't know. Maybe this is a silly question, but mm -hmm. I see. I think uh, for people that are new mm -hmm. to having a benediction pronounced over them. Yeah. Is there anything to that? You know, it's interesting because as I look out, and I've done this from the beginning, and I think I'm the first pastor that did a formal benediction mm -hmm. like this. I could be wrong on that. I visited the church before. The the, the first week we came here, I didn't preach. Mm. And the interim that was here before did and stuff. And I don't remember, um, well, first of all, very structured liturgy at the time. 
but also I don't remember a benediction. Mm. And so, um, but I did notice, like, as I did the benediction here, people just most naturally, you know what they do most naturally, many of them, they put their head down. Mm, mm-hmm. um, I have seen people put their, their hands, hands kind out, of yeah. out to, to, to receive the blessing. I don't know that we need, I don't know that we, that there is any one. No. I think it's got to be in their mind and hearts right. that they understand what's happening and, yep. this, and that this is a way. Uh, a means of grace. This mm. is this is something that God does that communicates blessings right. to them and gospel blessings, right? Yeah, and uh, and can be encouraging, and helpful. Yeah, I think that's it, the posture isn't necessarily the primary issue, right? But I think it is the element of knowing that, like, you're blessed. You're right. blessed by God, mm-hmm. uh, and that is just a great encouragement. You should, it, it, a true believer, I hope, never leaves our services discouraged right you know right and questioning does god love me yeah no man you should know god loves you and he has blessed you you know ephesians 1 talks about how we've been blessed in christ and so and now we're speaking god is speaking words of blessing so to speak yeah yeah (laughs) over you absolutely so that's a benediction okay that's why we do what we do with that cool well we hope this podcast has been helpful for those in our church who are listening to it and even those outside maybe you're you go to a church where there is no benediction leave well not quite that but (laughs) maybe now uh you'll have some things to think about in regards to that uh if you ever have questions or comments uh, things you'd like us to discuss on this podcast uh email us at thecalvarycast at gmail.com or just come up and talk to us in church at calvary we exist for the glory of god the good of his people and the great commission 